Hello and welcome to All That Good Stuff, a no-nonsense podcast where we share the good, the bad and the ugly of building a startup business. I'm Dan, I run DTS Building Materials, an alternative to the standard builders merchant where we utilise a network of suppliers to offer competitive pricing. And I'm Sam Wilcox, I run a marketing automation company called Tribecto Automations and a trade-focused sales and marketing agency called KBB Sales Engine. How are we, sir? I'm all right. I'm all right. It's it's very warm in my office today. I don't know what it is with this UK weather, but it's driven the humidity up, and I'm. Uh, yeah, it's been a sweaty one today. I felt that as well. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got a fish tank next to me, and it's currently reading 29 degrees. So that poor old goldfish is is not happy. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been going on, man? Mate, it's it's been one of those weeks. I, I've kind of I've got to the situation where job offers are now on the table, and it's all in the hands of other other people. Ooh. I've got the accountants down. I've got payroll down. You know, I'm a big boy when it comes to this business game. It feels like. <laughs> um, I, I, I've I've as you're aware, and through background conversations that we've had, I, I've I've started up in my game with sort of I've got a PR doing various press releases and and all that kind of thing. Um, and he, he manages my Facebook and, and all my social medias, et cetera, et cetera, with that. Um, but I feel like I need to do more marketing. And, and that's, that's kind of, it feels like a good junction to talk to you about based on the fact that you are, as far as I'm concerned, king of marketing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see about that, I suppose. Hey, okay, cool. So I suppose like we can do a marketing review of like what you're currently doing and like what you're what your potential is to move forward with, right? Yeah, sounds good. But uh, well, let's just take note. Like, I just want to first off just say, um, congrats, man, because I think you've like over the past course of the past few weeks, you've made some serious progress with like pushing the business forward. It seems so. I think you know that that's that's really cool. You've got offers on the table with for salespeople. You've you know you put all the HR stuff in place, the accounting stuff in place. So yeah, I think it's a pretty big deal, man. Yeah, it, it it feels like. The, the great thing for me, I suppose, more than anything, is, is the offers are on the table, but nothing really changes until September. So I've still got a buffer of about three months, as things are at the moment, where we've kind of slowly been progressing, progressing, progressing. Yeah. Um, but it, it just feels right now for, for me to be in a position where my time is sort of becoming more and more focused on the day-to-day of the business, that actually I'm spending, or able to spend less and less time doing the sales stuff. So actually it makes sense to actually pass that on to someone else so that yeah. the sales number doesn't continue to drop. I think so, man. Well, well done. I think that's cool. All Thanks, right. Man. So let's um, jump into this then. Right. So first thing that I would obviously ask if I was going to be reviewing your marketing is what are you currently doing? Now you mentioned PR, but yeah. specifically what does that mean? What's the agreement that you've got and all that good stuff? So I have got a PR. His name is Ian. Hi, Ian. I'm sure he's listening. He must be listening. He looks after me. <laughs> um, and I, I have Ian for a day a month, so about two hours a week, right. to do a press release and a handful of Facebook posts and Instagram posts and all those sort of things. Right. Um, I, we sit down with him at the beginning of the month and we talk about what sort of things we want to be pushing and then I just leave them to it. Right. Okay. I don't, I, the, the, for, for me, it was when I took him on three, four months ago, it was a weight off my shoulder just being able to forget about 
the social media side of things, knowing that it would just be looked after. Yeah. The engagement, to be fair, is pretty good, as cool. far as I'm told. Cool, that's good. Um, but, you know, I, I, I've got a background in selling advertising, and uh, I know I should be doing more. It's just purely a case of now that the sort of the HR and all that sort of employment side of stuff is sort of now in the hands of other people and off my desk, I can start thinking about the other parts of the business that I need to drive forward in order to be ready for September when hopefully the guys will start. Okay, cool. Um, so the PR thing is good. I think, you know, if, if, if that's, you know, if you're getting some engagement from that, then, you know, all good stuff. Um, I suppose what I would then ask is, with any kind of marketing, really, it's the, the first thing that you want to do is obviously figure out, A, who you're targeting, and B, what the goals are of any kind of marketing strategy. Because just saying, oh, we're going to do marketing is just so broad that you may as well have just not said it, right? It needs to, yeah. there's obviously lots of different marketing channels. Um, Typically, what I would suggest is pick a few that you think relate to your industry really well mm. and go deep into them rather than trying to spread yourself thin across all, you know, a whole, whole, whole host of different channels. And then what you would do is you would kind of figure out what channels work really well and then dive even deeper into that and, and, and exploit that channel. Now, obviously, right. that's you know, pretty general and, and pretty obvious, but um, that really comes, I feel, from... You understanding who your perfect person, who your perfect customer is first. Yeah. So I don't know if you have that kind of mapped out at all, but if you don't, that's probably something that I would start to really think about. Um, is who who is your perfect customer? You know, like pull together a bit of a profile of them and say, well, you know, it's generally Margaret. She's fifty years old. She's you know on a forever she's just doing up her forever home or she's building a new home from scratch or whatever the profile looks like yeah. just so that you know who who you're actually targeting from your on your kind of b2c side of things where you're going directly to consumers yeah you know what i mean so you, you've actually got like two different sides of the business really you've got to market yeah. yourself as a b2c company because you've got to reach consumers to sell them the product Mm -hmm. But you've also got to do some B2B marketing as well by building, which, which actually ends up with you building your network with your suppliers and other people in the industry and building the network because without yeah. that, you can't serve the customers. No. You know what I mean, so you, you actually got like a bit of a two pronged approach that you need to think about and think about them separately because the way that you're going to talk to Margaret, the homeowner is going to be completely different to the way that you're going to talk to, you know, Dave, the builder or, yeah. you know, or Pavel, the window supplier or whatever the name is, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so, so you need to think about it from those two perspectives. And I would probably suggest that you're probably going to have like two different strategies to, to go after those two different target customers, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Oh, so, so yeah. So that's, if I was you, like, that's where I would start. Like really like get, get a doc open some point in the next week or so. Jot down who you think your like ideal customer is. It doesn't need to be like specifics, like knowing the fucking shoe sizes and stuff. You know what I mean? But just understand like generally who are the main people that you want to work with. What are they like? What do they like? What don't they like? You know, what kind of size house do they live in? Have they got family, kids, 
grandkids. Like, do you know what I mean? Just yeah. kind of get a rough idea of them because whenever you do or Ian does any PR for you, let's say, you can say then to Ian, right, let's do some PR for the B2C side of things because we want to push that side of the business right now. And then Ian knows who he's writing to rather than, you know, it just yeah, being... So, so we very loosely put that together when, when I first started speaking to, to Ian. Perfect. So we, we, we did sort of talk about what kind of network individual we were wanting to deal with. Yep. Obviously, when it comes to home improvements, it's better to aim yourself towards the wife because, generally speaking, she's the one that holds the, the decision-making power. And then, typically, we as funny, men... It's a funny aim, dynamic, that is, isn't it's, it? It's odd. Uh, but then we've got this whole other arm of the business where, because it's the building material side of things, we're, we're looking at Mark the Builder, 45 yep. years old, got a small team, spending about four grand a month on building materials. Yep. So we've got the core building material side of things where we're increasing their buying power. Yeah. We've got the end user who wants to do it at their house, doesn't really know where to go, but they know they want nice things and they can afford nice things because they've been saving for a long time. Yeah. And yeah. it's basically, there's those two demographics of customer and I need to be in a position where I can then blend them together as well to put builder A with the right customer. Yeah, but you don't, yeah, but you don't need to blend them together, though. Like you're in terms in terms of a marketing perspective, anyway. Like obviously, you do like when if you're servicing, mm. you know, because you're connecting them to a degree. Um, but from a marketing perspective, I would always suggest don't blend them at all because okay. you you just want to make sure that you're being super clear with who you're speaking to with with anything that you do, whether it's online marketing, whether it's marketing in uh, you know in print or whatever it is. The, the copy and the communication style should always be to either or because you're not going to be speaking to Margaret in a trade magazine, are you? So, you know, in that trade magazine, you're always going to be. No. Yeah. Likelihood is she's, she's more likely to be a, a local town newspaper reader. Whereas Mark, the builder is going to be picking up the B2B magazine that's on a desk at Juicen. Right, exactly. So, you know, the way that you would communicate in, in those pieces is obviously going to be very different. So, yeah. so you obviously need to do that first and define, you know, who you're speaking to, how you're going to speak to them. Um, and then it's like I said at the beginning, it's about picking the channel, right? So let's say, for example, and these are just examples, and I'm not saying that this is, you know, we're, we're kind of spitballing here. So I'm not saying that this is what I would recommend and this is what you should do and this would work, but I'm nice, just giving nice. some examples, you know. So from a, from like Margaret's perspective, right, from the B2B, uh, B2C perspective, she's probably hanging around on Facebook as most, most people's mothers are nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I've got mine on there yet, thank God. <laughs> uh, she's probably hanging around there. She's if she's you know looking at doing up the house house situation, she's probably looking on things like Pinterest. Um, you know if she's that if she's that way inclined, maybe she's picking up some magazines like Home Style magazine or whatever it whatever it is. Yeah. Um. So you got to think about these different channels, right? And figure out how you can then communicate to your target customer via those channels. Yeah. Um. And then you go, you know, one step further and let's just say we picked Facebook and you wanted to like drive into Facebook, then you've got, you know, to figure out, right, well, what am I going to say? What does she want to hear? And what can, what can I offer her to take the next step? Right. Yeah. Because any advertising is, is, 
in most cases it's it's awareness it's an awareness piece mm. um, and a tr or, and a traffic piece right so you're trying to make them aware of the problem that you can solve for them while also driving traffic to your business and when i say traffic i mean you know in the online terms we're talking about traffic to your website right yeah. but let's say they let's say you manage to convince her on facebook that she you know she needs to look at your website and she needs to click off facebook to do that then what's the next step for her she just hits your home page and then just has a poke around and does whatever probably not right you need to define a path for her to move down obviously what we call your funnel, right? Yeah. This is what we in online terms call your funnel, your sales funnel. Um, so you really want to define like a channel and start to think about a funnel and how you can move Margaret from just surfing Facebook and um, being in the mind state of, you know, I'm browsing Facebook. I know in the back of my head that I'm also looking at doing the house up at some point soon. I need new windows. What can you put in front of her to grab her attention to make her aware of you that you can solve that problem for her, take her off Facebook, but also provide something of value when you do take her off Facebook to ideally get some contact details off her and follow up. Right. I mean, yeah. that, in its very rawest, simplest terms, like that's what you're trying to do in, in, in basic terms. Right. So, so defining that and starting to think about that process and what you can offer her and you know, what, what how you're going to do that is is probably a good way to start thinking about what you're going to do online because mm. it will give you an understanding of okay well right if this is what we're going to do this is what the sales funnel looks looks like i now know that i need to develop some ad copy i need to develop some ad imagery and creative i need mm. to provide a, a brochure download for her to take away like when she puts in her email address like it gives you a clear defined list of what you need to do to set that funnel live and launch it and start actually then gathering some data on, on whether it's working or not. Yeah. Does, that, does that make sense? It does. It does. Um, so I suppose, so from, from my perspective, what I, I really need to be plugging in first of all is actually, uh, and start enabling that funnel. So have, something on my website that can track the data like google analytics because big stuff on the list for me i haven't got that plugged in yet okay um so probably need to go for something like that and, and then really look at how my website is is tracking the information and what information it's is taking and how i am managing that information yeah well basically what google analytics is going to do is it's just going to tell you who's hitting your website what are your most popular pages um, where they're coming from in some cases in some cases it won't tell you and kind of how they're moving around your website now you've got a pretty small website at the minute you know it's it's a small business website you probably don't have a whole load of traffic so it's not like you're going to uncover a huge mountain of useful data from it right now i wouldn't think just being blunt about it right. That's <laughs> fair. i mean let's be honest the website i went through with a developer yep. in the new year i was promised it by christmas and by the middle of january i had to sack him and right. so it was redone as quickly as possible by my graphic designer brother right um, that's fine and there's nothing wrong with that a simple website and it, was, fine. And it was just put together with a view that it was just part one of, of where i was going to be with the business at least i had an online presence and then yeah, that's that's it. 
So okay, so now you've, got. So, you've, so that's normally step one for 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 businesses like yours, right? In the industry, it's just get a website, just so that you've got an online presence. If anybody does a search for you, it's more of a it's more like a, a business card. You know what I mean? Because it's like if somebody hears of you and they search DTS building materials, you want to make sure that you can be found. But other yeah. than that, it's probably not actually doing that much more for you right now, unless you right. you know a decent amount of content on there. So. What you need to think about is, okay, well, what's, what purpose does this website actually serve, right? Yeah. If, if I'm going to start spending money advertising online, whether it's through Facebook ads or, you know, whether it's through Google ads or wh whatever it may be, maybe you get a placement in an online newsletter or something like that, right? Mm. If I'm going to spend money driving traffic to the website, the, the website needs to have a clear goal of what it's trying to achieve for you. Right? Yeah. And it needs to play a part in your sales process. It can't just be a, you know, a, 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 a simple website with a contact form on because it's not very engaging for the customer. It doesn't really give them a reason to actually reach no. out. Uh, so, I mean, let's be honest, since I've been speaking with you, what the last five months or so, wherever it's been, I, I've grown to learn that my website is it's just a presence online it's not anything more than that so what you would probably do and i'll help you do this man um but like you know what what we'll probably need to do is figure out right well what does the sales process look like and if margaret hits the website because we've advertised pulled her off facebook hmm. what do we want her to do do we want her to pick up the phone and give us a call? Do we want her to book in a time for a face-to-face -face meeting? Do we just want to offer her a free brochure to download and then we can follow up with her via email automatically afterwards? Like, what does the yeah. sales process look like, right? And once we define what that sales process looks like, that's when we can start to shape and mold your website to actually fit the sales process rather than it just being a, just a quick online brochure website, right? Because yeah. Not really, it's not really serving you any purpose but the, the, you don't really want to start spending money on ads first because you'd probably just be wasting money driving traffic to a website that doesn't convert for you and, and, and it becomes completely immeasurable as well yeah well yeah so you know you know and so so that's that's one of the that's what i would start to think about right is figure out okay well what what kind of basic funnel can i get set up first like how do what am I going to offer Margaret? And don't worry about Facebook. I'm, you know, and, and I don't mean think about the funnel as, okay, well, I'm going to advertise on Facebook. It's going to be an image ad and then it's going to drive them to the website. And it doesn't really matter about that, that those specifics. What I mean is like, think about the customer journey and think, right, Margaret's aware that I exist. She's checking out the website. What can I offer her? Mm. Or what do I have that's of value to her or can solve some of the problems that she has um, while she's, you know, researching this, uh, researching services like mine, right? And then yeah. once you figure that out, we can figure out how we can maybe put some resources together for Margaret that she that she likes, um, and it's going to be helpful for her. And then we can start to mold your website around those resources and mm. or you know a booking a consultation with you or um, do you know what I mean? Something like that. So if you figure all of that yeah. kind of stuff out, it gives you a goal at the end. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it gives you a clear sales process and a clear and a clear and a clear mm. goal to work towards. Otherwise, you're just advertising kind of for the sake of it, really. You know, because yeah. you're just kind of throwing stuff out there. But you know, what it, it, is it working? I don't know because I don't even know what the goal is. So, yeah. you know, so that that's what I would suggest that you start to think about next. And 
we can take this offline, obviously, rather than going through it on, on the podcast. But you know, I can help you document that out and figure that out. Too. Oh, good, because ultimately speaking, what it will also do is, is allow us to redo this episode in, in six months' time to see where we've grown my marketing plan to. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good idea, actually, wouldn't it? Like, this would be kind of a little case study for us. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Okay, let's do that then. Because uh, I, 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 I definitely know I need to be picking up my game. Now, now that, like I said, my, my mind's moved away from, from where we are in three months' time, hmm. I can spend the next three months planning what my job role is going to be in three months time. Well, also as well, don't forget, like you're going to be paying salespeople. So, you know, by putting this in place before they, um, before they start, yeah. it gives you, it gives them more leads, right? We want to, you want to be feeding those guys. So, um, you know, if they ain't getting any leads, then they're not going to be happy either. So, you know, if we set up a clear process and, and sales process and, and uh, funnel that can generate leads for your sales guys and distribute those leads automatically to them, then, mm-hmm. you know, happy days, right? Uh, happy that's days. What it's all about. Well, that's exactly why I, I befriend people like you. <laughs> let's be honest i make myself look like i'm good at with tech because i surround myself with it but you'll notice a certain little fruit shaped logo on everything that i own and the reason it is is because it's idiot proof i can't break it <laughs> um so yeah i mean that's what i would focus on for like the b to c side of things for the b to b side of things i think it's a little bit more complicated um, yeah, but ultimately speaking, just throwing it at you now, if if I move all the B two C stuff towards something like you just explained, actually the B two B stuff, it, because my background is B two B advertising sales, I can then utilise my PR time that much better because he can then put his focus on to speaking to the trade magazines, yeah, and, and focusing on that demographic, yeah, where actually it will take a little bit more time because their their habits are all more habit as opposed to where margaret's buying this product once yeah. mark has been buying these products day in day out for 20 years yeah and he's been reading the bloody you know the window installer magazine for the last 20 years or whatever it may exactly be that. and, and it, it looks at the new new technology and goes it's it's old i don't need to do that and chuck it in the bin kind of scenario yeah so that side of things it is more educational for, for, from my perspective in terms of look you can change your buying habits and it can save you time and it can save you money whereas the focus on margaret is very much what can i do to capture that person's data to in order to actually get them through the door because they're going to be a one-time purchase and a one-time sort of customer so yeah. they need to be serviced in a very different way to to mark the builder who will potentially if i can get him to change his mindset become a customer for life yeah so I think actually one of the benefits of having this conversation right now, and hopefully it's maybe a, a bit of a light bulb, a bit of a light bulb thing really for you is yeah. splitting those two things out and making them very different, you know? Um, Definitely. But it kind of goes back to what Adam said at um, the hot seat meeting in February where we met. Hmm. Actually, I needed to, to put a more consumer led arm onto this business. Yeah. But obviously, I haven't done that because the trade side of things has picked up and it's it's doing well enough for me to push the expansion. So, you know, every cloud and all that kind of thing. But let's let's not kind of beat around the bush in the fact that the business is only nine months old. So yeah. we're still early doors and, and we can still make changes, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, 
Yeah, man, I think that sounds like a good plan. I think that sounds like a good plan to start with. So, you know, that's what I, you know, asking me what I would kind of recommend you start thinking about. That's what I would recommend you start thinking about is how you're going to start to build those two separate strategies out. Um, It definitely makes more sense to split out the B2B thing as a more PR focus and uh, it's it's more of a networking exercise, isn't it? Let's face it. Ultimately, it's clear how why the success has been where it is because if you take my personal strengths when it comes to the the marketing and inverting commerce, I'm I, I'm strong with my networking. I've, I've I've always sort of focused on on meeting and getting in front of as many people as possible, uh, and then the PR side of things, it, it's definitely pushing towards that direction. Whereas the B two C side of things is kind of, you know, it it it's there, but it, it's. It's not, not so. It's not really being pushed at the minute, is it? Like, no, no. And and to be honest, I think if we were to have the Google Analytics thing in the website, we'd probably see very little at all, if anything, because yeah. I just can't see a reason why I'd be driving anyone to that website because it just doesn't give anything. Yeah. So look, that's what you should do. You should start fleshing out this different that this B two C focused. Uh, side of the brand let's say and um you know whether it's a separate website entirely whether it's a separate yeah, brand entirely i think it will need to be i mean you know from the conversations that we've had previously and, and i'm sure the audience will will follow this journey with us hopefully um i've got various websites in in my bank as such ready to go just trying to think of the right brand and and the right way to do it and ultimately i think what you've done is you've just told me how to do it yeah in, in layman's terms obviously <laughs> yeah you need to just do it now man so i'm gonna hold you accountable i want to see some progress on this by this time next week let's do it okay let's do it see. i think we need to start holding each other accountable for progress right? yeah because we, we keep we keep having these conversations and then we go on and we we, we talk about other things because we're yeah. good at that um, it's, it's, it's action time, bro. Action. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to write a big note on my desk now for Wednesday morning when I'm back in the office. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm having annual leave next week. Can you believe it? You are? I'm taking two days off. Yeah. yeah, but it's not free choice. <laughs> well, take those two days off and push the other side of the, the, the other, push thinking through this B2C side of things a bit more. If, if you get stuck, if there's questions, reach out to me. That's fine. Um, I'll help you along. Thank you, mate. I don't feel like you can't reach out. And, um, yeah, just See. push it forward. And let's, uh, let's have some updates on that next week in terms of what you've thought and what you've, what you've done. Right. Brilliant. Let's do that. And then um, cool. yeah, we'll uh, see you on the flip side. So let, let's, let's put this to a close. Thank you very much to anyone that's still listening at this point. And hopefully you found this really useful. I certainly have. Um, my my brain is is now running at 100 mile an hour and I don't think I'm going to stop working now despite the fact that my kids are all feeding Um, if you have got any queries, questions or anything along those lines for us what's the email address Sam? it's podcast at all that good all Oh my God, I can't even, I messed it up. <laughs> it's Let's try again, we've had it first time every go, you know, what is it, what is it? <laughs> I forgot what the podcast was called then for a second. <laughs> it's been a long week. It's podcast at allthatgoodstuff.net. Perfect. 
All right, man. I will speak with you again next week. Catch you later, mate. Have a good one. See you soon.